Hello and welcome to the Mugvums podcast. That's right, I'm back because I heard that we had a fan on today. I'm here to introduce to everyone the winner of the Kill a Fan contest, <laughs> William Brewer. Hi guys, this is Bill. I'm sorry I brought the star of my newest story, Count Dracula. I know how we felt about him last time, but... It was not a popular pick. <sighs> Look, we like to hang. And he was around. He got in the passenger seat. There's nothing I could do to stop him. Well, he was supposed to be on for the Halloween episode, but I guess we'll do it fucking early. I, well, he said, he said, like he said, I'm going to be on this podcast. I said, oh, well, you can always count on me. And he said, well, I mean, it's sort of a me thing. And I said, well, you can always count on me. Since the last time I've been here, I've discovered sketch comedy. <laughs> and I, I think I have the chops to be on SNL. And that is what I'm here to talk about mostly. But first, I hear there are some of you that did not like Dracula so much the last time. And I'm speaking to you now. You're listening in your kitchen while you wash your dishes. You are under my control. You are behind the wheel of your automobile. Swerve into a tree. <laughs> I want you to kill yourself with your garbage disposal. Dracula is here to stay, bitch. I'm not going fucking anywhere this time. Drac, Drac, I told you I already want to kill myself. You don't have to influence me. Your friends, millennial friends, they say these things to you all the time. Used to, you know, the villagers in my day, they weren't like, I want to kill myself so badly. What do you say to that? You say... <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, I hope you don't. But millennials, these young people that are like, I want to kill myself. I want to, I want to, I want to lick a woman's bare asshole. I want to do all of these things that are ill-advised. I don't understand it. I don't know that those are the same, same level of... They can uh, be. Analingus and suicide are definitely on two different wavelengths. I mean, there's definitely... Well, here, this Depending is on who you're with, your, a, a concern over... I've met some girls E. coli? Bacterial, e. coli, like the commercial. You can die from excitement. <laughs> yeah, That's you can true. if you have a yeah, weak if, heart. If her asshole tastes so good that you're like, I don't know My that I'll ever. Stops. I don't think I'll ever taste anything <laughs> better than this. Here's the thing: some things. Now I, this is a conversation we wanted to have. There are some things mm. sexually that you don't do so much for the pleasure of her or for you, more for the psychology of it. You know the. Uh, I am. I have my penis between her breasts, and it feels like all right. You know, it's exciting, but it's not like like she doesn't feel anything. You don't really feel anything, but it's exciting. The same, I think, with most butt stuff, unless you're gay. I I don't agree with that at all. Well, men like butt stuff because they have their little uh, their little inner penis in there that you you kind of masticate <laughs> the with the, the, the prostate, no, the, 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 the gentleman spot, the yeah. gentleman yeah. spot. Oh, jeez, gentle. Ah. Uh, yeah, you get it. There we go. You you know that everyone has nerve endings in their like ass, right? You you know that yes. that's you like you stick anything up there in anybody in any person. There's gonna be some sort of reaction. Now here's a thing. Here's a thing. <laughs> I I was listening to Gilbert Godfrey's Rest in Peace. King. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Gilbert King. Godfrey's amazing colossal podcast with Dan Harmon. Oh, and that's a saucy. They are they are busting his balls about sticking a sharpie into his anus. Sharpie butts a lot. And then you know Dan Harmon is like, I heard about the G, you know the uh, the gentleman spot. I heard about you know I wanted to stimulate my prostate. <laughs> the G unit. And and Gilbert Godfrey is like, what the fuck are you talking about? But it's like Gilbert Godfrey has never heard of the prostate. This is news to him as an old man? I could not believe it. At that age, you're supposed to get it tickled at least like once or twice, right? So, yeah. Dracula, since you've been around for so long, do you know when the gentleman's spot was discovered? It was discovered around 1972. I was hanging, I was at the club with, you know, uh, what's that fucking melon ball with the hair? He, he painted the soup cans. It Andy Warhol? Andy Warhol. Warhol. Andy Warhol. Yeah. Andy Warhol. Yeah, it was, it was. And I was with Warhol, you know, at Club 62 or whatever the fuck. And I said, I will, I will give $20 to the first person to stick their, their finger up my ass. Just, you know, being playful, like you do. It was the 70s, a different time. And, and I came. They did it and I came. And they were like, what the fuck? Like, I don't know how to explain it. 
Well, good segue here. I'd like to lead into his stories talking about, uh, you know, sticking your fingers in things. Uh, <laughs> number one fan of the podcast, Oscar Goodwin, former guest. Um, let me just say first how frustrated I am that he was here before me. And <laughs> if you ever see him contest, again, so... I'll be surprised. Um, we were in school together. You know, Oscar and I know each other pretty well. And there was a moment in my life where somebody said, who can make Bill the most uncomfortable? <laughs> and Oscar Goodwin's <laughs> finger entered a place of me, my mouth, that I was not ready for. <laughs> and he held it there. He finger popped your mouth hole? He finger popped my mouth hole until I ass asserted that he did win the contest <laughs> of who made me feel the most uncomfortable. Five to ten minutes his finger was present in my mouth. That's a long fucking time. Oh my God. To, that, you'll get wrinkled fingers. <laughs> he will get wrinkled fingers, uh, but that's a different topic of the he, podcast. It is a fun game you could play with all of your fellows, your chums. Uh, see who can go the deepest into your foreskin with their finger. Well, for, not everybody has a foreskin, but yeah, I do, not got, all I do got a blessed. dick talk question. Bill, did you ever participate in like the group activity when you were a kid where you like look at each other's dicks and see who's bigger? No, which is surprising because I've been on many campouts with other men. Uh, but <laughs> it wasn't necessarily a question of size rather than shape. Oh, and it so was like, like bends and like... Yeah, because see, I've got what I like to refer to as the European lean. And that <laughs> comes from my heritage. It's up and to the left. Yeah, yeah. And everybody's got like different blessings. But I, got I like, do like to think I am just as Catholic as JFK. I got like a waxing <laughs> kind of like leaning kind of curved to the right a little bit, which I think might have been formed from like chronic masturbation when I was like 13 to 25. See, that's the thing is I have a very different method than most other men. <laughs> you know, everybody's got their own thing. Some of us, we like the Indian burn. I just kind of like a bunch. Yeah, see, mine's more just of flex a... flex and squeeze my thighs a bunch. See, I entered my... Uh, what's the opposite of twilight? Dusk. No, the opposite dawn? of that. Dawn. dawn. The dawn of my sexuality on a laptop. Sure. So in a prone position, <laughs> you find different <laughs> methods. Well, here is something I've heard of someone else who is on the show. They told me that, uh, you know, when they started to learn to masturbate, <laughs> it was not you. They had to learn how to take it in their hand and do it. They, didn't, they couldn't figure it out for a while. You just sort of press on it. They would just sort of press on themselves, you know, lay down and do like, like a, that. They're like, yeah, so when you, you're when, getting to the heart of the matter. When you're, when you're with a laptop, you sit with your legs crossed and you're kind of pressing down on your spot. It, I, it was a long time. They were, they were in their... So they were at their grandmother's house. They were not in their grandmother's bed. But they finally found a place where, oh, that feels good. And then they have messy sheets for the rest of the night and you just have to deal with it. So that sucks. I think I know messy sheets about. insinuates that you're not that you are. You just removing went in the sheets. Clothing. You just went in the sheets. Well, I didn't. Do, I mean, Dracula did not do that, but some <laughs> some horrible degenerate person, yes, used to shoot loads into their sheets. They would roll over to where Daniel used to sleep because he had his own bed. So suddenly you have a big bed. You roll. They would roll over. Jack off over there, shoot a load into the sheet, <laughs> pull their pants up, and roll back over and go okay, straight to right. bed. So I had a PlayStation 3 when I was younger, and I oh, I, no. I had a, those like Turtle Beach headsets I'd plug in, so like you could hear stuff through the, but you could mute the TV. And I'd just like watch like Hentime and like porn like, sure. at, at like two in the morning. And it was before you had the foresight, like the, any sort of sense to just dispense in like a, a napkin or on the floor Absolutely. or whatever. And I would just like, I had this Incredibles blanket that I still have to this day. And I would like just jerk off and then like come in the blanket and then like turn it around so it wasn't on me. And, like, alli like alligator ah. in the sheets. And just, well, you, like, were looking, you were looking at Elastigirl. Yeah, dude. Who would not? No, no, I was not. So <laughs> who has been on a field trip to a museum? Me. Nerds. That's at least two <laughs> out of the group of us here. Did you guys <laughs> we got ever get on the, on one seats. of those things from the gift shop that was like a squishy Doesn't little tube? Yeah, yeah, I know exactly you, what you're talking you, about. It turns itself inside <laughs> yeah. out. Is that not 
a social introduction to a flashlight if you've ever seen it. You just stick you know, your finger in there. It's fun to play with. Yeah. I just like anyway, I, like, <laughs> considering myself the number two fan of this podcast, of, of all the guests that have arrived, I have some questions I would like to bring answers to ah, okay. from okay. older episodes. Yes. Oh, okay. shit. This is good. <laughs> this, I encourage everyone who comes on to do this. I want to take down the first two episodes. Dude. I'm so embarrassed. Let me say <laughs> I don't even front, remember. Chilies can fuck off. Okay. Okay. <laughs> if we're talking die, about retort. if we're talking about light fine dining, and let's go ahead and take the word fine out it's of the fast equation. Cash. It's fast yeah. cash dining. Oh, Charlie's is top of the pack. <laughs> I have had I have had bad experiences with Charlie's. Bad... One because I'm a vampire and food makes me vomit. Two True. because oh, Charlie's is just not what you wanted to be. <laughs> and to be fair, the PGI people Friday's at Charlie's good though. The people at O'Charlie's probably do have the worst tasting blood, just judging on the look in their eyes, what they introduce into their bodies. So, Drag, I'll give you that. Uh, Let me just roll (laughs) on. You know, let me get these off quick. Um, Magilla Gorilla. Yes. Would be the best Hanna-Barbera character as a professional wrestler. (laughs) And it's strictly for the no sell. (laughs) Now this is true. He can take take a lot of damage. It's like the first time I get to talk in three episodes. (laughs) Let's hear your thoughts on McGilla Gorilla in the WWE, my man. Yeah, let's go ahead and field that to the room here. Uh, Who thinks they have a better wrestler than McGilla Gorilla? He's a gorilla, so his strength... Yeah, he's like like power. We're assuming they're actually like... They're actually like... Fighting each other. This yeah, is they are like, actually entertainingly fighting each other. Yes. Here is well, here is your your the title performing match. art. Of... Here is WrestleMania. We have McGilla Gorilla versus Captain Caveman. Yes. Ooh, All right. that's a okay. tough one. That is a hard sell. Great babe. I don't know. You might be too big. I don't know. <laughs> you need two big names to like main event. Uh, I need. I just. I don't know a lot of WrestleMania like, cartoon characters. So yeah. keeping the ball rolling. Okay, Fred. <laughs> Would be the worst roommate out of the Scooby Doo bunch. Okay. Because he's self centered. He's not going to do chores. He's going to stay I out too just, late. I feel like he doesn't make he's, a mess. So he doesn't make a mess because he's not fucking there. Precisely. Yeah. So what's the problem? The problem is he comes home, expects to live here. Is he even paying rent? What does he do for a job? Well, you can, ex- it's understood he pays he rent. Has he's a roommate. It's, un- it's left unsaid. <laughs> So, someone else said Daphne. Daphne was a big contender for this, but I will say, at least Daphne's going to be honest with you. I still think Velma's living space might smell like rancid dog shit. And now that we've opened this conversation back up again, I would love to be living with Velma. (laughs) Shaggy and Scooby'd be the worst because have you ever had a roommate that had a dog? That's (laughs) the fucking worst. That's true. I was was in... Listen, I want to make one thing clear. I hate the Scooby-Doo gang. They're always trying to solve my mysteries. But, Velma, I wouldn't kick her out of bed. You know? Okay. Velma wouldn't be a roommate. Velma would be a little bit more than that for me. <laughs> wouldn't be a roommate, but I'd fuck her. Do you have to lock her doors at night? No. We would have to lock our door at night. Ah. <laughs> okay, anything else? Uh, no, that's all of the old news. I'd like to move on to new news. Um, whoever came up with opening a can of worms? Like, let's, like, let's dissect that for a minute, all right? You're putting worms in a can. So what you're saying is to open this can of worms, you're opening a can of a bunch of dead worms. You can't expect to put worms in a can and open it and then be alive. We have Worms Bill Brewer here with new rules. To survive. <laughs> well, let's, I just want to think about this for a second. Like, what is, is the definition of a can? Is it just like a completely sealed tin can? No, no, that's, that's a fishing bait. You get them in the little cups. That's what I was about to say. So, like, it's, it has to be a when, when you buy a bunch of night crawlers, they're in dirt. They've but, got ventilation. Sure, you're making them cold, but you could do the same thing with a lot of things. I think that it comes from the fact that, like, it's gross. It was already a thing because it's fishing bait, and once you open it, you probably just can't close it back. Well, that's exactly right, except yeah. for when you buy night crawlers because the lid goes right back on. Okay, well that's not so a can. So you're opening a can of worms. You're saying, "Hey, here's this can of worms that I put in, and they're dead. I'm going <laughs> to open it again. Bring up old news." All right. 
No joke, in the 1950s, like, they, they used to buy sealed metal cans of earthworms. And once you open them, that's it. You, like, so are, are you telling yard. me that we have been doing this for weeks, and the only things we have worth talking about are from the first episode? <laughs> okay, first of all, the, the, what the fuck is it? Hanna-Barbera was from episode three. It, it was. Like, it was so yeah. I have listened to every episode, except for the latest one, leading up to me being on this podcast. And uh, I wrote down a lot more new things than I did old things. Well, let's hear some new things. Real quick, what was your favorite? <clears throat> My favorite episode? Yeah. Um, I, so I listened to them in order all in a row. And the, it, so it ended up being pretty stream of consciousness. Mm -hmm. I can't really dissect between what number it was. Uh, but my favorite one was anyone that didn't have Oscar on it because <laughs> we are adversaries. That's my new canon. Okay, all right. We so, should have got you on before him because we were talking about having you on from the minute we started the, talking. Hold the fucking Literally, why, why are we I am a topic on this. We can allow them to one. have beef on this platform. But I'm not picking you know sides. What? I liked having Oscar on here. The first one of you to kill the other gets the Mugwumps t-shirt. You get the first Mugwumps t-shirt, <laughs> but they, I need their head. And I if need you give proof. us $600, you can become the fifth Mike. Consider it done. <laughs> anyway, would you like? Would you guys like to hear about my grandmother's ghost? Well, I want to know yes. about like what we were talking about that made you want to do a tight five on like worms. So a tight <laughs> five on worms. That's definitely <clears throat> my own machinations. I don't like poorly worded colloquialisms. Oh shit! <laughs> so we're taking a stand. I just have a real problem with the idea of opening a can, like a can of sardines, a soup can. Does it have sardines. a pop top? Do you need a can <laughs> opener? I have a problem with people saying, let's open this can and see what's inside. No. I've never heard anyone idiot. say that. No. Me neither. And you know why? Because we live in the 21st century. Well, why do you because have a problem with it? I've never heard that used. Stuff. That doesn't sound like a real phrase to me. I, I just have that to seems constructed. Problems. I feel like you're making shit up to be mad I don't about. like it. So I, don't fucking like, easy. I don't like the phrase, uh, this place has gone to the dogs. I dogs are dogs. cool. I've not they heard that one either. Am I ever heard that? In the Grinch, there is a song, Christmas is going to the dogs. That sounds awesome. The soundtrack to the 2000 film, How the Grinch Stole Christmas? I just picked that up on DVD, actually. Good it movie. was a dollar at a yard sale. Got this dope ass Dale Earnhardt Jr. shirt <laughs> at a yard sale. Dale, yeah, dude. Listen. Seventeen DVDs, bro. I got the full series of Gravity Falls. Two dollars. That's twenty bucks for the whole full haul. This, That's my flex of the week. The strange, gender confused young person I am replacing right now. They went to a, <laughs> a a thrift store recently. I found one of those little TVs with the little VCR in it, and it for the first time in many years, they wanted something for real. It's not like going and you see, I don't know, you see like a, a Darth Vader action figure, like, oh, I don't have that. I have money, whatever. Sure, I want that. When you see something like, I cannot imagine leaving this place without this thing. I want this thing. It will change my life. It's an amazing feeling that our consumerist society steals from you. I feel that way every time I go into a liquor store. <laughs> <laughs> I barely even know her store. <laughs> Let's talk. I, I did. I did mushroom gummies last night, and they fucking sucked. <laughs> Nothing fucking happened. I wanted to get so fucked up that I was a problem for those around me. Well, Dracula, you gotta stop buying drugs at gas stations. It That's was a liquor store, for one thing. Oh, uh, what the fuck ever. If you can buy it in front of a person who's selling lighters, cigarettes, well, like, you, it, it's, not, you, it's not a real drug. You if you want a real Alex drug, man, you talk to me. You're always, I will give you, I will give you hallucinogens. I will give you psychedelics. I'm like, cool, do that. And then it never happened. Well, fucking ask. I won't do it right now. Hand it to me. I don't have it on my person. I can bring <laughs> it by your house tonight if you want. Dracula, does your, your blood even circulate for those to take effect? And it probably didn't happen because you just no, said earlier. I, like, no, you have, you, to make, you have to make someone else take the drugs and then you suck their blood and you get high. Damn, so that's, like a that's all special. I had to do for you to suck my blood and I never knew this? You want me to suck your blood? We don't want to become I, like a... No? Like... <laughs> yeah? The no, sexual tension I mean, in this room is... You want me to suck your blood? Cut it with a knife. Don't you want me to bite you on the, on the neck? Let's talk about this after this episode, okay? I'm not, <laughs> I'm not making myself a little uncomfortable. I think you had something that I wanted to talk about you were starting to talk about before the worms thing. What were you saying? Anyway, I think ghosts are pussies, and they can fuck off. 
frankly, <laughs> I do <laughs> think I do think they're real. You guys have brought this up uh, a couple of times, and I think they're real, and I couldn't care less. Because they've got better things to do. Would you guys like to hear the story of my grandmother's As ghost? As Count Dracula, Absolutely. I can say that, yes, ghosts are very real, and they are suck. They are suck. Tell they us of your suck. grandmother. So, this being a southern-based conservative area that we live in, I'm not from Detroit. here. Detroit. I'm not from here. I'm from Pennsylvania, which is a state. And my state family of mind, really. My family lived on the same street. My grandmother, my great grandmother, and I all lived on the same street. The only problem was my great grandmother was dead by the time I was born. So we lived in her house. But we moved away when I was three. We came down to redacted town that we live in now. And this is where I grew up. Detroit. But frequently traveled back and forth, visit family, this, that, the other. Well, my great uncle lived across the street from the house that we used to live in. Think of a 45-degree angle, put asphalt on it, put my grandparents' house at the top, and my house at the bottom. Thinking. I'm thinking. I don't know what your grandparents look like, so I'm having a hard time imagining those. Well, imagine my parent, my great grandparents, uh-huh. as a 45 degree angle. Okay. And we lived on top of them. So across the street was my great uncle, who passed away in oh. 2010 to 2020s, somewhere in there. I didn't even know he was sick. Uh, me neither. I never met the man, frankly. Uh, grew up very His far name was away. Frankly? He was a hoarder. No. So when he passed away, the paramedics had a very difficult time mm. clearing a space for him to come out. They asked for help. My uncle, who lived on the same street as all my family did, because uh, I, I see, I wouldn't call them rednecks because they were in the north. I would call hicks? them. I wouldn't call them hicks. I would call white them trash. white trash. Thank you, Dracula. You're welcome. <laughs> So, my uncle comes down the street to help clear a path for my great uncle's body. The gentleman that lives in my old house, my great-grandparents' house, comes across, helps, you know, and strikes up a conversation with my uncle. And he says, you know, are you from around here? This, that, the other. He said, my uncle says, yeah, you know, my, my parents lived at the top of the street. I live right below them. My brother lives over there. And the house that you live in was actually my great grand or my grandparents' house. And the gentleman whose family lives in my old house says, Your grandparents, was your grandmother uh, kind of a short old lady, frizzy black hair, round spectacles? And my uncle thinking, like, maybe they found a family photograph in a dresser or a closet or something like that says, Yeah, that's her exactly. How'd you know? The gentleman says, Oh, my daughter sees her standing at the top of the stairs. Let's take a pause there. My family, who lived in that house for years before I was born, and then a few years after I was born, never mentioned my grandmother's ghost. My family also is not black. The folks that lived in this house now were. My grandmother was a vehemently racist woman. Well done. So... I'm not saying anything one way or the other, but maybe she was changing her mind. You know, maybe she saw this family living in that house and said, you know, I had the wrong idea all this time. These are great folks. I just want to be around with them. Or maybe she was standing at the top of the stairs saying, I don't want you here. I don't particularly like it either way. But my grandmother's ghost is a real thing. You're really selling out your great-grandmother. Yeah, well, I never met the woman. The next time you see your grandmother's ghost, she's going to be wearing a dashiki. So, to reiterate my point, ghosts can get bent. Get on with whatever not-life you have now, because the lives that you're trying to interrupt are much more important than the life you don't have anymore. And if there's a ghost in my house that I'm renting right now... Come on. If we have any ghosts <laughs> listening. If we have any ghosts listening to this podcast. Thank you. Fuck thank you. you oh. But also, leave. My heart <laughs> goes out to the ghost community. <laughs> His words do not, do not represent the Mugwub's 
podcast or neither, its subsidiaries. Neither do yours, Dracula. Yeah, you're not a host. I, I'm like, I'm the sixth mugwump. You're like Are our you? Jar Jar Binks. Look, guys, beloved, I have to drive him home. Please don't upset him. <laughs> a beloved multimedia character with lots of action figures and fans. 3D puzzles. Am I am I the sixth or what I do? I'm the fifth mugwump. I don't know, man. Well, no, <laughs> technically, no, the well, fifth mugwump, our audio engineer superstar back here, mm-hmm. the champion in the back. All right, well, then who the, is the sixth? The third. Cra- Jacqueline. The, well, Daniel. The, the third character of the mugwumps. Are either of those people here now? The third character of the mugwumps is New York. It's New York. <laughs> the star from, uh, fuck, what's that uh, reality show? I don't know. Where Flav of Flav, Flavor of Love. <laughs> Winner of the first season of Flavor of Love, New York. Snooky? But you, you, you. you put me on that couch and you made me blow you and said I would be the fifth mugwump. <laughs> Look, man, that's just show business, Dracula. There's no business. When you like saw when business. you saw that camera back there and the cum stains on the couch, you should have knew what was up. I thought I was going to get fucked. <laughs> you getting, made me blow you. Now you're fucked in two ways. Sorry. There is a reason that couch is leather. We cannot get. We can't. You're not a mug one. We can't afford to pay you. We can barely afford to pay ourselves. You know how much it, it costs to keep the lights on in this building? A lot. Yeah, and we don't have to pay any of that, thank God. We're getting really into the weeds of the very uninteresting lore of this podcast. But okay. I, I will, no, I am not the Jar Jar Binks. I, I'm, can I be the boss Ness of the podcast? You can be... I'll be the Watto. I'll no. be the Watto of the podcast. I don't think we should have a Watto of the podcast. I'd rather we don't, actually. I guess Toby Dublin is the, the Watto of the podcast. Who's my favorite Star Wars character? The Noid. Max Rebo. Max, I can yeah. I'll be the Max Rebo. I, I the fucking podcast. love Max Rebo. You can be Max Rebo. I Count Dracula, the Max Rebo of the Mugwumps podcast. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and apologize in advance for this. All right, thank you. <laughs> Crack so, open the cold one. Continuing on with the uh, long list of topics that I brought as the number two fan of the Mugwumps podcast, uh, I believe this was brought up before, and I agree. There is no way that Willy Wonka was not a pedophile. When did we talk Come about on. this? Come the fuck when on. When did we talk about it, this? People want to demonize, like, flamboyant, childlike adult men. Because it, it doesn't fucking make any sense. You just hate guys. Listen, here's Michael the Jackson thing. didn't do a fucking thing wrong, and that's oh, a hill well, I'll die on. He All did right. hold blanket oh. over a balcony. He, okay, why did yeah. he hold that boy over the balcony? Okay, okay, he did some things why wrong. Why did he name okay. him Blanket? He made the movie that, like, look, I'm just saying that just because you are grown and playful and you like to hang out with kids, it's not inherently a bad thing. Listen, here is the thing. When you are, when you are a man and you like, you like children, it's a scary thing. Like, you know, you, you, just, you want to be like the, the eccentric guy that hands out candy and stuff. I, w- I want to a- backstep what I just said. I do think sleeping in the same bed as those kids was strange. Kind of a step over the line. Yeah, you shouldn't have done that. But I don't think he touched him. <laughs> All right, that's but cool. but Willy Wonka. Back to Willy Wonka. It's the same thing. Like the like the same archetype of person. Like it doesn't. It it's it's just pure nonsense. Who was saying that he was? Daniel. We. I mean, we we say all sorts of things. Yeah, I can't hey. remember a single fucking thing I've said on this podcast. Dr- Dracula, Dracula. I think I see Charlie coming. Can you like go wait in the car? This might be a Charlie conversation. Okay. It uh, was nice having you. It was. We'll have Better you back for Halloween time. again. Do you have any parting words you want to say to your uh, haters, fans, or critics? Listen, you are under my thrall. You will all send an email to at Lord Michaels at livefromnewyork.com. <laughs> Tell him that Dracula has the juice to be on SNL. I can do <laughs> massive head wound Harry. I can do Lothar of the Hill people. I'm perfect for the show. Get Lauren on the line. Please. Get and real, remember, Lauren. You're missing out on a star. Spay and neuter your pets. <laughs> Thank you. Rest in peace, Bob Barker. Rest in peace, Bob Barker. Yeah, dude. Closest right. to a hundred without going over. I'll go. I like how the internet, everybody made that joke and they were like, yeah. This tweet's gonna be it. I'll go sit in the car. Can I turn the air on? No. no. Yeah, hang, hang on. Hang on. Here Thank you me. go. All right. 
Oh, well, I'll see you guys later. Yep. We're Bye. doing we're doing prop work on the podcast now. Bye. I like how Charlie, I'm so glad you're I'm here. I'm so <laughs> sorry I was late. I'm so sorry I was late. Don't worry, we had uh, our best friend Dracula I was just back. molested by Willy Wonka. <laughs> <laughs> I no. fucking told you guys. Well, I'm not underage. I was about to say, Charlie's a full-grown fucking adult. So we no, can put that on the don't worry, Willy Wonka is not a pedophile. Predator. Willy Wonka is a sexual menace. I do believe he's a pervert. <laughs> <laughs> but well, he, he, invented, he invented... Like expanding up into a big blueberry. It is a it is a person who understands the importance of letting some sort of childlike wonder live on and not be fucking killed right out the gates. It's also the kind of person that lives with forty to eighty small slaves. Okay, so slaver, for, I believe they're there by choice, <laughs> but slavers nowhere. It's still not a fucking child molester. So I agree that cigarettes are really cool. As the resident cigarette smoker guest of this podcast, let me just... What are you, what are you doing? I'm Everybody a cigarette. has... Is this not like the Joe Rogan podcast? Should I put this out? No, you, you can smoke in here. We're just like the Joe okay, Rogan podcast. You. Everyone has those friends that have to go outside every 20 minutes. We, we make enough money. And then everybody has friends who have to go to the bathroom every 20 minutes. Come out sniffing. They're like, <laughs> oh, I thought you were making fun of me for having diarrhea all the time. <laughs> no, I didn't fucking I don't give a shit about the way you shit. So now that Dracula's gone, can we ask, what is his stool like? I mean, if all he I don't think they imbibes his blood, blood he, does yeah. he even put anything out? He told me a joke that he was going to tell... Uh, when y'all asked him about his uh, his interest in comedy, I'm sure that was a really long conversation y'all had because it meant a lot to him. Uh, but he he, he told me really... he said uh, you know my son came up to me the day he said dad dad help I'm peeing blood. I said I hope so. Sad. He said uh, <laughs> someone asked me the other day have you seen the Invisible Man lately? I said no. <laughs> Was the answer good? All right, moving on. Anyway, so <laughs> talking about he titty told me fucking, these jokes. I don't, they don't have to be good. Titty fucking yes. I think it's a form of intimacy. You know, uh, we grew up in a pretty conservative area, and there are much worse things you can do. Has anybody ever heard of clothed clothes sex? Has anyone ever heard of clothes? You never done that. It kind of rocks. Well, the problem with that is that it doesn't. That's just dry <laughs> well, listen, humping, are, my friend. Are you you're not talking about animalistic. <laughs> oh, you're not talking about like through the zipper. Yeah, no, no not no, no, animalistic. No. I need to fuck you right now. So oh, I'm gonna get my clothes oh, off. You're oh, talking yeah. about being a weird little like virgin. heavy petting and just rubbing. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's just gay. Dude. <laughs> to I, completion. Yeah, I don't like that. Exactly. So I, I, I don't want to like just walk around with any cum day. in my pants. I would take titty fucking over a lot of things any day. I'd take it over a flashlight. Sure. Ooh, I don't know about that. At least that. there's a girl there. I like I like the privacy of a flashlight. I've I, seen I, your girl's titties. Okay. You should be. You should be more excited about it. Look, dude, I'm just okay, whatever. But to finish the flashlight thing, I just find she comfort this, in not having to participate in like someone else in my space. Sometimes intimacy is difficult. So, well, like, listen, a lot of different sex things are just like hard. Why couldn't you just hold like a handful of warm jelly beans? Uh, Jacking off is almost always better than sex. That's the secret sauce that what? The, people the don't young want, bloods don't know dude, about. Dude, White America <laughs> doesn't want to tell you that. White America wants you to believe that the only way to feel pleasure is by fucking just raw listen, sex with people. No, listen, sex is better than jacking off because it's all about that ego. You have to get another person involved. If you can get them off, that makes you feel good. If you just want to come, go rub yourself. I don't know, I... man. I, I find it a lot easier just to like have sex with people I'm never going to see again. You know, I disagree. That's I why Dracula fucked for, the Invisible that's, Man. I mean, that's, that's I live in a miserable life. Four state. more years. Four <laughs> more years. Look, Dracula's waiting in the car. Can we just do him the service of not bringing it back up? Can we do the podcast the service that Dracula is now outside of this room? As you know, good of friends as we are, I always thought he's really I know funny I and he him. helps the cast, and, and everyone just makes him leave. You I don't understand. Stop. 
<laughs> okay. No, go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Look, all I'm saying is Dracula has his own podcast, and he none of us have listened very to soon. it. He might very soon. It has been at least 400 years since Dracula realized how funny he thinks he is. <laughs> there is no doubt there's a podcast out there somewhere that's not on the RSS feed. I think he might still be putting it out in Morse code. The dead language. <laughs> well, look, we have Eagle Scouts here that can read Morse code, I bet. That's true. Bill, present guest, Eagle Scout. What was your project? My project was building a pump house for a rehabilitating campsite on the corners of Jefferson, St. Clair, and Blount County. So you actually deserved your Eagle Scout status. Yes, I did. Our friend Chad White built a bench. So I have another Eagle Scout that I graduated with that built several benches. I'm actually curious. I'm going to let the other Eagle Scout on a mic for just long enough. What did you do? No. No, tell me what you did. I want to know what your project is. Just say it. I do not. He doesn't remember. It's a question for you. Trash cans. Firewood receptacles? Was it firewood or was it trash cans? Yeah. Okay. Trash cans slash firewood shelters. Well, he built a pump house. (laughs) Pump house is what they call my bedroom, It is true. (laughs) Now, I will say that a big part of an Eagle Scout project is drawing on the help of your fellow scouts. So we all right. helped each other a little bit, except for those two other guys. Um, but What's their name? What's their names? Dog I, them right I, now. Shit talk them. I will not name proper names. I will name, uh, we'll, we'll call it pseudonyms. Uh, Dr. Simmons erected a Christian symbol on the same property Dracula in which I built that. my pump house. Dracula would hate that. Dracula would be correct. And uh, <laughs> Zed funded a intercom system for the local senior club. Funded. funded. Suck my cock. Just fun, like paid for <laughs> you something? You can't fund something. Literally buying Scout. your way into Eagle Scout status. So I was not there. I cannot speak to the quality of his work. All I can say is... Hey, four out of five of us made Eagle Scout, and that's pretty good odds. And none of us got molested. <laughs> My was father say, was a scout leader. You were you were a scout for a long time, an Eagle Scout, and no no man ever asked to see your penis. I'm not going to say no man ever asked to see my penis. I'm going to say I never showed a man my penis. You guys remember Penis Inspection Day? I, I remember you twice. tricking somebody into believing it was an actual thing. Yeah, you can you can just destroy my bit right out the I fucking gate. I will destroy I did bit convince I can. someone that penis yeah, inspection day was real. <laughs> Is that like no scoliosis? Fun. Yeah, like scoliosis, but yeah. it's penis inspection day. They yeah. to make sure, sure there's nothing it's wrong not with it. It's like a private meeting. Like the coach picks out with like a couple people. It takes place after school. That must have been after I graduated. Yeah. Man, remember when the the bus driver would ask you to stay like after the route is done? Yeah, that shit was crazy. All my bus drivers. <laughs> the things me and old Wayne used to get up to, bro. Oh, no. Now I like sugar, and I like tea, but I don't like my bus driver singing some songs that I don't want to hear. To me, <laughs> to me. There we go. My dentist See? sings to me. Is that Doctor uh, Redacted? No. Okay. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, I remember like racist songs being sang on the bus, but it was like <laughs> two kids, um, and then my sister the married camp. one of them. So you know, <laughs> life sucks. I remember um, Afro Man. That's not really a racist song. Yeah, it's it's racial. Running is, through the forest from the Ku Klux Klan. Uh, it has like a yeah, I guess. So to go back to my docket, I want to hear. <laughs> um. Have I told you guys the story of when I got stranded on a flight? I, I don't think I've heard this one. This so, is new to me. Here's, here's a fun little diatribe from Bill. I was in Florida on a business trip. Florida, <laughs> notorious American state for Florida man. 
Right. Who gets up to all kinds of shenanigans. Right. But that wasn't me. I was not a Florida man on this day. I was getting on a flight back to my hometown at about 7 p.m. I was expected to land back at home around midnight. It was a connecting flight into Charlotte, North Carolina. And on that flight, I got some notifications that said, your flight's delayed to 10 p.m., 11 p.m., 12 p.m. I'm thinking to myself, that's fine. I'm traveling. My company's paying for it. Not in a big hurry. Well, I get to Charlotte, North Carolina, about 10 p.m., and I'm hustling to my terminal. I grab some food. Dunkin' Donuts is about to close. I get some free coffee, some free donuts, grab a slice of pizza, get some good carbohydrates in me to fuel my energy through the night. Well, I'm sitting in the terminal. I'm making small talk with the 70-ish folks ready to fly back to Birmingham, Alabama. And we see our plane come into the gantry, unload its passengers, load our bags onto it. It's about 11 p.m. We see our bags going on. We're thinking, oh, we're about to get on this flight. We're about to go home. It's going to be a great day. And then the, what do you call it, a mater d that sits in front of the gate before you get on the plane says, you know, first class, second class, this, that, the other. Well, she says, we're waiting on a flight attendant. Plane's not ready to take off. We need two. FAA or whatever. Something like that. Principality runs that shenanigans. Says, you got to have two flight attendants. So we're waiting. Wait, walk, looking down the hallway, waiting for somebody to run up. Bags are already loaded. We're just sitting, chit-chatting. Well, it's midnight, and our flight cancels. And the woman sitting there at the dock says, uh, we don't have enough flight attendants. The plane can't take off. Flight's canceled. Runs as fast as she can out of sight. 70 people are sitting at this terminal. Bum rush the uh, airline customer service desk saying, when's the next flight? Well, I'd been sitting here making small talk with a gentleman who had a skateboard in his backpack, a little Pelican case. We were getting on pretty well. As soon as that flight cancels, I look at him and he looks at me. And I say, I'm going to call my company and rent a car. I'm driving home. And he says, I'll get our bags. I'm right behind you. I take off at a full tilt sprint to the parking garage. It's already too late. There are 30 people in front of me waiting to rent a car. I get online. I rent a car. I run up to the parking garage. There are already six people in front of me waiting <laughs> to pick up their cars from their online reservations. As I'm running past the customer service desk, I hear the guy from Redacted Airline say, all of the flights are booked. All of the hotels are booked and run into the back room, disappear, and there's 70 people screaming at the top of their lungs about how mad they are. One and one and a half hours later, I get into a Toyota pickup truck that I rented online before all those people could get there <laughs> with a gentleman from the Coast Guard that just flew back from Guantanamo Bay. Has not been in the country for a year and a half, two years. And I had a fantastic time driving back from Charlotte, North Carolina to Birmingham, Alabama, seven hours straight with a stranger who I can now call a friend. He had a real King of the Hill moment. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Clear. That's... I remembered this story. I thought you said you got stranded on a farm. A farm? I also, I, yeah, I thought farm too for I a second. I thought you said stranded on a farm when you started the story. Huh. Now, do you want to, the, the context there is that it was... Literally the day before your 10-year class reunion. It was the yes. day before my 10-year class reunion, and I was not going to miss it because I, along with number one fan of the podcast, Oscar Goodwin, was one of the class officers, along and with our sound guy. Yes. <laughs> and had you bribed me into going and then didn't show up, I would have had your head. Most uh, people who were there were there because you <laughs> yes. told them they had to be there. 
I not me. I was excited. You kind of you yeah. kind of made it work because you got like all of the like interesting people I actually wanted to see to come. So this is a very <laughs> HHS class of 2013 centric podcast. Now that I think about yeah. it. Oh yeah, fuck best me. best yeah. <laughs> I was 14. Yeah. Technically, you were only 14. That was illegal when we did that. <laughs> oh no. We're drunk too, so. Too. <laughs> All right, you guys continue on. I'm gonna. Now here's the thing. I need to go I, call I my could lawyer. have sucked cock and didn't. <laughs> what? And it's haunted me. Who's talking? I didn't under. What did you say? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Start recording again. No. We need to save all. We need to save all of this. We just need to be recording the whole time we're in here. I should record so we, myself every second of every day. Yeah, so we can have some sort of like backlog of like bonus content we can use. It's just. That's what people want to see. They, they want to see the stupid shit we get up to off mic. They want to be like, oh, so this is what they're actually doing, just twiddling their dicks and talking about, <laughs> like, gay sex. Well, we do that on mic, too. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> it's true to It's life. just to confirm, you know. <laughs> Am I allowed to, allowed to have a private life? No. Or do I have to be recorded all the time? You have to be recorded You're... all the time. You're only We're really living recorded in, your walls. in this building. Top hat. Let's hit, let's hit a nice, sick-ass freestyle real quick for the bonus content. If you woke up as a girl, how fast do you think you could have lesbian sex? I wouldn't try to have lesbian sex. I would go outside and try and fuck a dude as quickly as possible. Now that is power. Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> if I woke up as a girl tomorrow, I don't give a fuck. I've already had sex with a girl. You know? Wait, but it's girl-on-girl girl sex. Who gives a fuck? I, look, I could, not, magic. I could not be less interested in lesbian sex. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, like I, I, not even a wiggle. I, I look at the, the, there has to be some form of dick in that scene for me to even give a fuck. You're a philistine. Tr trans, trans girls, badass, giving or taking. That is, that is some gangster thug ass behavior. Just, because all lesbian porn is just so like it's not. I got into it the other day, a while back because like I was watching something and and. People say porn is fake. They're like, oh, that's just too fake. All porn is fake, let's, dumbass. Let's do, this in a, let's do this in one second. Okay. Let's, let's start this over in one second. Okay, all right, fine. <laughs> I guess you should ask Bill what you just asked, Jesus. Yeah. All right. Are we going again? Yeah, I'm back. If you woke up as a woman tomorrow, how quickly do you think you could have lesbian sex? Six hours. Okay, I said... I wouldn't try to because I I would immediately go outside and try and ha and fuck the first guy I met because it's powerful I, because I could not imagine I I could not be less interested in lesbian sex. I need a warm up. You need a warm up. Yeah, I need a warm up. I need to, I need the familiar before I have the foreign. Girls can come a million sense. times. If you're having lesbian sex, you can conceivably go forever. Okay, first of all, girls can't come at all. But I. <laughs> 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 I didn't mean to, you fucked up. Why did you give that big of a reaction, dude? You fucking you messed up my flow. But then I, I started talking about how people criticize porn, like hardcore, like like professional porn or whatever, because it's like it's so fake. Like, well, all all porn is fake. All absolutely every bit of of porn is fake. All human affection is fake, really. True facts. But <laughs> I, I just disagree I really that there's that. some sort of like badness to like a professional production right like just because it's not like perfectly shot with like warm lighting and it's a bed in the room with like beautiful scenery and it's just two people softly touching that should that's just that that sucks you know what i'm saying right I, I don't i'm here to see something entertaining i'm not here to simulate the real thing right maybe that's a personal perspective i don't know but i i i look for absurd i look for something different i look for something that i'm not doing in my day-to-day -day life because why would right. i jack off to something that i do right i and just I, I would just rather go do it right yeah. and i feel like that's the heart of the issue is no sex is perfect nobody walks into a room and says hey baby i got this big old throbbing member just for you <laughs> You know, for yourself. Well, <laughs> I guess I've had the wrong Nobody part. says that, right? <laughs> ooh, ooh. But the truth is, yes, it, it is a formulated entertainment product. So right. you're not going to get the exact moment you lost your virginity in a video. Right. And frankly, you don't want it because it right. was probably ugly and messy and embarrassing. I <laughs> put on a condom backwards. Well... <laughs> I mean, is there really a backwards or forwards to a condom? All that, all that matters 
is that the little swimmers don't get away. I know someone who had to fish the condom out of the girl when he was done. <laughs> Larger problem. <laughs> um, <laughs> porn's fine. <laughs> Sex is gross and ugly, and that's why we love it. Right. So that's what we, okay, we were talking about, you know, growing up being little and fine, like, when you start to talk about this stuff, and the, like, I saw a picture of Papa of uh, <laughs> okay. Smurfette giving Papa Smurf a blowjob, and it's like, ooh, what's a blowjob? Like, <laughs> ew. <laughs> but like, I remember, you know, we had that gay friend that would just like, you ever heard of a blue waffle? But one time he was like, you ever heard of a rim job? Like when you when you lick their asshole. I bet your ears <laughs> perked up like a fucking meerkat <laughs> asshole. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like, ew. Why would you do that? And it bugged me. Then it's like. You do it because when you get to a certain age, you become a like we're depraved lunatic. <laughs> yeah, you just you're you're always chasing that new thrill, and like it's like an addiction. Well, it's like a girl letting you lick her asshole. That's you that's know, an honor. A, it's that's an all. Honor. You know, you talk about a that's a trust exercise. Old, right there. Um, James Earl Jones and Conan the Barbarian. That's power. <laughs> you see, movie forty three with Chris Pratt I've and not. that and that bitch from Scary Movie, and they're like in a relationship and. Yes, they yeah. they were in fact in a relationship during the filming of that movie. Oh. Really? Yes, that's crazy. But the whole shtick is he has a question to ask her. She has a question to ask him. It's like gonna be like, "Will you marry me?" And they're supposed to say it at the same time. And she's like, "Will you poop Will you on shit me?" On my chest. Yeah. Will you poop <laughs> on me? And then it's like he has this whole moral dilemma, and he goes to work or something. There's this older black gentleman being like, "Yo, that's the real shit right there. That's something special." And he sends him off. He's like. Hands him a pack of medicine. He's like, "What's that?" He says, "That's the, that's Viagra, bro." And it's just like laxatives and stuff. <laughs> yeah, the shit was so funny. I've never heard anyone be like, "You remember that part in movie 43? <laughs> it's the funniest movie I've ever Anna seen. Where asked Chris Pratt to poop on her chest. In my opinion, that's the highlight of that movie because I could not tell you anything else about movie 43. Dude, Wolverine <laughs> with the nuts on his chin. That is true. Wolverine with a Nazi. Hearing, it gets cold hearing reports of Wolverine with nuts on his chin. Hugh Jackman played Peter Griffin in a movie. <laughs> Huge jacked man. A Huge jacked man. Hey, Lois. Lois. Well, give me your best Hugh Jackman. Come on. I'm Hugh Jackman. He is from the pond, bro. I'm Hugh Jackman. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm in Les Mis. And I'm gay. <laughs> I'm gay. I'm Hugh Jackman and I'm gay. Do we want to hear Kanye <laughs> from Star Trek? Yes. No. I was doing this in the shower. No. I would like to hear that. Hey, I'm Kanye from Star Trek. I just married Kim Kardashian. I'm going to go DEFCON <laughs> 3 on Vulcan people. Okay. Captain Kirk doesn't care about Klingons. <laughs> and that was Kanye West on Star Trek. Thank you. I was just watching that video earlier today, actually, where like he's just going on and on. And they 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 we're, they're just getting food, they're calling the black people looters, and and just like that, 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 and Mike Myers starts talking for a second, he jumps in, he's like, George Bush doesn't care about black people. And Sits Mike for a Myers, second. Mike Myers like his and head. The, camera cuts to Chris Rock, just, <laughs> the funniest thing that ever fucking happened. <laughs> that like, is when, the straightest no Mike Myers talk, has ever been on camera. Everyone always talks about like Mike Myers' reaction, but then it cuts to Chris Tucker. Yeah, Chris Tucker was like, <laughs> like a deer caught in headlines. He's like, what? Me? Right now? I gotta, I gotta follow up. George Bush doesn't care about black people. <laughs> you want to know where, how the, the Kanye West on Star Trek bit started? Uh, yeah. I thought about coming on the on the show today and being like, Hello, I am on the show. I am Kanye West. <laughs> I'm glad to be on. I am married to Kim Kardashian. It's a good thing you didn't bring it onto the show. <laughs> <laughs> I was going, the, the bit was going to be that you had found like a homeless, like Indian man to pretend to be Kanye to like boost the show, but he doesn't, he, he all of his knowledge is several years old. Mm -hmm. Like, hello, I am the college dropout. Who would, I am Kanye short, West. I out short. There were too many. There were too many layers to this like fucking terrible. Six hundred thousand units this first week. <laughs> Jeez, you stop, need? stop doing this. Stop doing this. <laughs> it's fucking terrible. The Simpsons had Apu on the show for thirty years, doing exactly this. No, Jeez, he was not. I'd like to open myself up as a guest of this podcast, number two fan of the Mugwumps podcast. Hit me with an accent. I'll try it. No, I got you. Don't. All right. Give us your. Give us. Let's start basic. Give us an Irish. 
ooh, Irish. And <laughs> all right. I, see, all I was about to do Scottish. All right, well, let's all right, give, let's do an English. An English accent. Yeah. Um, fish and chips, mate. <laughs> okay. Let's, okay. Let's get French Canadian. Ooh, French Canadian. Putin cigarettes. Okay, let's, let's get like a Nigerian. That was Sling Blade that you were doing. I can't. You were place doing. A... You were doing Sling Blade. <laughs> well, it ain't got no gas in it. <laughs> it ain't got no gas in it. Lay French fry potatoes. Did you say do Nigerian? Yeah, I said do Nigerian. Don't Nigerian. do it. Don't do, do it. Speak, don't do uh, it. Do Nigerian. Do not do it. Is that like South African? Do they speak black Dutch? No, don't do, do it. Like don't. Don't do it. I am the captain. Oh wait, no, that's Somali. Yeah, it is Somali. <laughs> Who cut me? Well, it's uh, well, it's all like like former like British territories, so they'll have that. Let's like, skip to Australia and the prisoners. I like that hat, mate. I might. I might. I might. Every time I get a little, a little like veggie might. There's a certain a level inebriated where I just might? start like I am getting up now to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I am going to you pee sound, in you, the toilet. You sound like Sebastian. <laughs> Not Sebastian. Is it Sebastian? Sebastian's the crab. Yeah, from yeah. Little you Mermaid. sound like Sebastian. Flounder's the friend. Yeah, yeah. You sound like Sebastian. Did I ever did I ever make my point about Ariel and Ursula on the podcast? No. Which one would you life's li- well life's life's greatest truth that, that many young bloods don't understand, the old heads will tell you, is that is that maybe maybe you're more attracted to Ariel than Ursula. Ursula fucks so much better than Ariel ever will. That yeah. It's I heard eight this, tentacles. I heard this yeah. gentleman at work the other other day tell a coworker that if you ain't 280, you ain't a lady. <laughs> Yo! And, and I was like, roll tide, bro. <laughs> I was like, respect. I was like, I disagree with it, but like, I, 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 I do understand the appreciation of the larger woman. Uh, and it's true. Well, it's okay. Here's the thing with incels, right? Okay. It's that they don't okay. want to have sex with girls. They want the blonde chick that made fun of the middle school to be like, oh. They don't want to have sex with girls. So they, want to, they want to look... Like they're fucking a hot chick, right? Yeah, like they they just want the the esteem of like the pretty like preppy girls that used to make fun of them. They got hooked on the when, one like, thing that they couldn't have, and then exactly. that makes them hate every other woman. But it's like like all the like you know kind of chubby like nerdy girls are like the most sexually devious group of people. Like uh, dude, they're, everybody they're fucking I know like that who was in school was always drawing like porn. Yeah, in class. <laughs> yeah, you need to Good stop porn. talking about me when I'm like right here. <laughs> well, I'm just like <laughs> if they. If they would open themselves up to like like the the blue haired girls that they 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 claim to hate, like you're you made get some for of the best head other. you'll ever get in your you're life. Like they are just so a sloppy, just wet, double grip and twist, Glock Glock nine thousand. Let Bill say it right here, right now. Blue, as funny as it is, is a red flag. It is. What color is the is the the green flag color? Literally anything but blue. I don't know. I feel like a really, really pink is also dangerous territory. See, dangerous or you know, what real dangerous no, yeah, territory dangerous. isn't blue because you see some like casual blues. Blue's not that bad. Multicolor short hair. It it really depends <laughs> on the quality of the dye job. How much money are you spending to get those colors in right. that combination? <laughs> yeah. Multicolor short hair is dangerous, and you know what? But sometimes they can be okay if the armpit hair is dyed. <laughs> that is the extra mile, and I will agree with that. that. Yeah, there's, there's just there's levels to everything. There's so much nuance when it comes to like just how much of a cunt you can come across. The, the thing with the thing with fucking Republican girls is that <laughs> they'll they ruin what your you life and all. It? And you, it's you a know. lot of fun when you're the type of person that they hate. You have yes. to be, yeah. No, if they're like, they're definitely just doing it to make their dad mad. And that feels but great. You get to go on a boat at the Fourth of July. <laughs> <laughs> you so, think yeah. you think you're like like your liberal girlfriends like like your girlfriend's liberal parents are gonna do anything fun that day? You might have you'll have to drive to a place and look at fireworks. You ain't getting on that boat, son. Uh, but I think the real rubric for conservative girls is. Is the boat on fresh water or salt water? Ooh. I mean, if... I, I think both types are fucking awful. It, well, if your girl's family has a salt water boat for the 4th of July, like, that's, that's like ancient shit. Like, that's, their dowry will be impressive. Yeah. <laughs> it's like gut level, You like, have bullshit. to secure your castle. But I, I still wouldn't like to be around that type of person. At least, like, I'd feel more at home on a freshwater boat. Because that's, that's still like that's still like a level of trashy. 
Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. That's true. So, number two fan of the podcast, the Mugglebones podcast, Bill <laughs> loves uncomfortable situations. Okay. I would rather be on the freshwater boat because you're further from land, further from the law, and further from God's grace. You, did you mean salt water when you said that? Did I say salt water? You, you said, said fresh, fresh water. Yeah, I meant salt water. Okay. Yeah. There is definitely a line in the ocean that is imaginary where people say the U.S. laws don't apply. Right. And I'd rather be there than on freshwater body inland. That is some white male confidence well, for sure. As, as Den- <laughs> well, as Dennis and always Sonny life. said, because of the implication. The implication. The implication. Yes. The implication that I would get shot and thrown off the boat and no one would ever know about it. <laughs> I'd rather die in the ocean than on a freshwater lake. I don't know, man. Freshwater lakes are badass. You go tubing and shit. Like, you're not supposed to have beer out there, but you do. And the cops right. know it, but they're not going to do anything about it. I got breathalyzed on a river one time. Did Damn. you pass? Yes. Where you and I, I told the law straight up, I have in this cooler attached to my kayak an empty flask. And they said, empty? And I said, yes. It's been quite some time since we put in this river. It's two miles to this waterfall where y'all are breathalyzing folks. Now, don't get me wrong. The leathery old man in front of me blew (laughs) an illegal amount of alcohol out of his lungs (laughs) and got cuffed and taken away. I said... We used to be a proper country. (laughs) This was five years ago? That's what I'm saying. You used to be able to just have a beer and drive around. Yeah, when you drive are you around. gonna hurt someone else on a kayak drunk? You're only you gonna hurt, hurt yourself. You. On exactly, a kayak you drunk. ram into a gator at forty miles an hour. <laughs> Look, you could paddle really hard on alcohol, <laughs> but I I blew clean, and he said, "All right, go ahead." But I was terrified. I was twenty-two years old on a river in a kayak with my friend and his parents. What? I have a of question. course I'm going to bring alcohol. I'm legal. When, when, yeah. when cops are doing that that kind of thing, when they after they lo- like like arrest somebody, take them away, they should fire a gun just out of sight in the woods <laughs> so you think they're executing people. <laughs> Absolutely. And if that bullet comes down and brains somebody else that hasn't drank in any alcohol at all, that's, 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 legal. that's legal. That's just yeah. collateral damage. Yeah. You're an officer of law. I have a quick question. Was the cop also in a kayak? No, he was Damn on a four-wheeler. Oh, that's kind of worse, baby. Hey, river! <laughs> the four-wheeler is the kayak of the land. Yeah. This is so. That is true. Now, by the time you all hear this, it will be mm-hmm. my birthday. It's my birthday tomorrow. This is coming out on Tuesday, so my birthday will have passed. But so we went to we went to eat yesterday, and we ended up at one of those places where they cook in front of you, like your hibachi place. Didn't know that was the vibe till we sat down. To be fair, someone Oh, do you else... want us to wait till you're on the mic? I'll wait okay, till you're on yeah, the mic. Yeah, we'll wait. <laughs> Episode it's two. For next time. I'm fucking hungry. I'm gonna be honest. But you have to tell me happy birthday. I can birth. eat anything right now. Happy if you're birthday. listening to this podcast, I don't care what you're doing, open your mouth and as loud as you can say, happy birthday. Oh, let's do that real quick. Let's get a one, two, three. Happy birthday, birthday to you. Oh, you want to no. sing? No, I no, don't. We... I really don't. But I was going to go with the group, and <laughs> oh, I thought yeah. that's what we were doing. I think we sang it on sure. the podcast once. Did we? Okay, not, cool. Let's not... skip it. Anyway. Or whose birthday was it? I think his. No. What? You ever just be watching a YouTube video, and you're talking to your significant other, and you mention a subject that is then immediately mentioned in the media that you're watching i I experience that phenomenon quite frequently you ever just feel like a like a psychic i feel like i have like some sort of like reverse dementia yeah (laughs) like i feel like that's what that that kind of thing is is like extreme use of psychedelics has led me to like my memories are like existing backwards i'm not losing them i'm experiencing them too soon and so it's kind of like deja vu you know i have very vivid and powerful dreams and almost every brain. day, literally almost every day, experience a moment that I have dreamed about. I was going to say the same thing. I have really intense deja vu to the point that I kind of suspect that I dream the future. It's we've, spooky we've talked sometimes. about prophetic dreams before. Like yes, we have. Day, yeah. I, I have them a lot, and it's scary, but 
I mean, what are you going to do? I had a dream last night that I, you know, I was recording a podcast and then we left to get something to eat and we got shot up in the restaurant. We know truth, truth is a burden. That's true. So where are we going to eat after this, Golden Corral? (laughs) Shit. It's yeah. kind of expensive, but I'd low-key be kind of down, though. I mean... I was ju- this morning, I was talking if, about wanting to go to a buffet. Listen, I ain't if, even fucking playing, have, bro. I know, you know... It's your birthday. Trans woman shit. If you have never done, gone big boy mode at a Golden Corral, fucking, like, end it now, because it, you just don't know what life's about. You ever gone fucking... Just fucking like cartoon fat man out of the Golden Corral? The Golden like, Corral I'm gonna, is I'm going good. to feel like the Golden shit Corral in a is minute. Bad. No, it's not! A long, long time ago, that was designated in a galaxy far away. I will say, my back was hurts in this thing for real. (laughs) And I thought me and Qui Gon Jim told the Federation maybe. (laughs) Oh, never mind. I can't speak to that. um, Their responses. I just heard the name Qui Gon Jim, just how like boring. Locked the doors (laughs) and tried to kill us. We escaped from that gas. Met Jar Jar and Boss Ness. We took a bongo from the scene and we went to the to see the queen. We all wound up on Tatooine. That's where we found this boy. My, my, this Uranican guy. Maybe Vader someday later. Now he's just a small fry. He left his home and kissed his mommy goodbye, saying, Soon I'm gonna be a Jedi. Soon I'm gonna be a Jedi. Fucking dorks. Did you know this junkyard slave isn't even old enough to shave? But he can use the force, they say. Oh, do you see him hitting on the queen, though he's just... Nine and she's fourteen. Yeah, he's probably gonna marry her. Okay, you back? Has this started? Um, no, it's not starting. <laughs>